الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أفضل الأنبياء المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين بس إخواني في الله سمعنا من الإمام جزاه الله خير قرأ في الصفحة في الركعة الأولى من سورة الواقع وقرأ في الركعة الثانية من سورة الصمد فالله سبحانه وتعالى يقول فمن تقلت موازينه فهو في عيشة راضية فلو تفكرنا بهذا الكلام الله سبحانه وتعالى خلقنا في هذه الحياة الدنيا ويريد أن نخرج من هذه الحياة الدنيا بماذا هل نريد أن نخرج بهذه الحياة الدنيا بالأموال وبالبيوت وبالسيارات وبالزوجة وبالأولاد لا يريد نخرج من هذه الحياة الدنيا بالشيء الذي يثقل موازيننا طب إيش هو الشيء الذي يثقل الموازين الشيء الذي يثقل الموازين هو الإيمان والعمل الصالح لذلك في القبر حنسأل ما حنسأل ما حناخذ معنا الأشياء والحاجات والضرورات حناخذ في القبر معنا الإيمان وقبل دخول الجنة حنسأل عن الأعمال في القبر من ربك ما دينك من هذا الرجل بعث فيكم وقبل دخول الجنة الذي يكثر الأعمال من الصلاة والصيام والذكر وهذه الأعمال هو يدخل من الأبواب من أحد الأبواب الثمانية التي الله سبحانه وتعالى جعل منها الصلاة والصيام وهذه الأشياء بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين Our esteemed guests mentioned that in the Salat of Maghrib we have heard the recitation of the Quran Sharif wherein it was recited Surah Al-Qari'ah Second Rakat Surah Qul Huwa Allah Ahad Surah Al-Ikhlas In Surah Al-Qari'ah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the day of Qiyamah فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةِ الرَّاضِيَةِ On the day of Qiyamah, that persons whose scales will be weighty with good a'mal and iman, then you will have a blissful life in the year after. From this ayat, you understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a demand from us. Allah wants something from us. That person whose scales of the day of Qiyamah are heavy, are weighty with iman, then forever, forever he'll be in bliss and happiness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desires from us that when we leave this world, the most crucial point of our life, that we leave this world with iman and amal. We leave this world with such actions that will make our scales on the day of qiyamah heavy and weighty. Such amal, such deeds that will outweigh all our evil amal. What are those things? Iman and good deeds. When we will go into the qabr, then is there a place of our needs and necessities and our, our additional extras in our life? But the qabr is a place of a'mal, of iman. And there the questions will be put forth. Mar rabbuk, that who is your rabb, who is your sustainer, who is your lord? Ma dinuk, what is your religion? And who is this person in regards to Nabi Ali salatu salam will be asked, do you know this person? So in the qabr, the thing that will assist us will be iman and a'mal. So before we enter, we have to secure these a'mal. Iman and a'mal are salih, good deeds. Because you'll be asked about these things. 
And then when you will be taken out from the qabr, for the day of qiyamah, and they also will be asked, in regards to iman and amal, will not be asked about the things we left behind of our dunya, but it will be in regards to these amal, that how we can increase this amal. When it comes to iman, the foot of iman, when it comes to, to Quran, dhikr, salah, how we can increase these amal to the day of qiyamah, these amal, they, are, they weigh heavy on the scales for us on the day of qiyamah. هذه الإيمان والأعمال هو الذي يثقل الميزان ثقل الميزان ليس بالأشياء ولا بالأسباب هي التي تثقل الميزان. These أعمال will make the scales of the day of قيامه heavy for us. أتى أحد العرب للرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم وقال انسب لنا ربك انسب لنا ربك فعلى طول الله سبحانه وتعالى أنزل سورة الإخلاص يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد قل هو الله أحد قال العلماء هذا التوحيد العملي التوحيد العملي الله التوحيد النظري الله الصمد التوحيد العملي بقدر ما احنا نتعرف على الله سبحانه وتعالى حق المعرفة بقدر ما نعبده حق العبادة ونستعين به ونتوكل عليه once a Bedouin came to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, describe to us our Rabb, describe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to us. Upon his request, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down surah al-ikhlas. They say to him, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٍ That Allah is one to believe from the heart. That there is only one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As-samad, this is practical tawheed. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is totally independent. Allah lam yalid. Allah has no children. Allah, is no, has, Allah has not begotten. Nor does He beget. No, Allah was not born. Nor were any children or offspring born from Allah wa ta'ala. And no one is equal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any aspect. That when this will come into the heart, the body foot of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then a'mal will come into our lives. When we recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then our ibadat also will be a real ibadat. Then preparing for akhirat will be a reality also. This will be when we have this yaqeen, this conviction and the ma'rifat of Allah, the recognition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fi dunya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala khalaqna hatta nata'arraf alayhi haqqa al-ma'rifah. Bukadir ma nata'arraf ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala haqqa al-ma'rifah, al-an yakuna al-i'timad alayhi wa tawakkul alayhi. لذلك الله رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في الحديث قال لو تتوكلون على الله حق توكله لرزقكم كما يرزق الطير تغدو خماسا وتروح بطانا الله سبحانه وتعالى created us in this world and sent us in this world to get the recognition of Allah سبحانه وتعالى to recognize who our Rabb تبارك وتعالى is primarily we have been created for this to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gain this ma'rifat of Allah. When a person will make the effort of ma'rifat, when he will make the effort to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this conviction and the recognition that he knows is Allah comes within his heart, then automatically he will trust Allah. Because he knows my Allah will not let me down, he will trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then this will come into his heart and he will... Trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will rely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam mentioned in the hadith, 
that when this tawakkul and this trust in Allah comes into a person's heart, law anakum tawakkaluna ala Allah, that if only you to trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as you ought to be trusted, how Allah wants you to trust Him, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will sustain you like how He sustains the birds. Dagdu khimasan, that they leave their nestlings and their nests early in the morning on an empty belly. They have trust in Allah. And they return in the evening with a full belly. Having trust upon Allah. So, Nabi Ali salatu salam is informing us and is encouraging us that get the ma'rifat of Allah. Then you trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. According to how you trust Allah, you will worship Allah and Allah will sustain you accordingly. Saba miliyar insan ala hadith kula al-ardiyya huwa khaif min ish. القلق الذي هو فيه من عيش بسبب الرزق فالسبعة مليار مسلمين وغيرهم هم فقط هم يتفكروا بالرزق والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول لو تتوكلون عليه الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول لو تتوكلون على الله حق توكله الله يرزق الطير إيش عنده الطير هوا يحركه يمين هوا يحركه شمال ولكن بسبب ضعف هذا الطير الله سبحانه وتعالى يرزقه من دون أي أسباب. Presently in the world we have more than seven billion people in the world right now, and every one of them, whether they be Muslim or non-Muslim, all have a common fear: the fear of poverty, or they have the anticipation that I have to make my living, I have to earn a livelihood. Every single person on the face of the earth has this fear in him right now. That what will I eat? How will I live? And here Nabi Ali Salatu is saying, knowing this fear of man, he says if you trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, put your trust in Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, place your reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will sustain you like how He sustains the birds. Why the example of the bird? The bird is such a weak creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it flies in the air. And sometimes the winds blow so strong, it blows the bird to different directions, it's not flying towards. It blows it around. But then to the bird comes back in the evening on a full belly. Although it has, so, it has a weakness within it. And Allah sustains the bird without any apparent means. It has no apparent means of earning or sustaining itself. It flies... In the air, trusting upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is showing us if the bird, I can sustain the bird in mid-air, wherever it is, without any asbab and means, apparent means, why can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not sustain every one of us? But insan has his fear, because he does not have the trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At-tayr indu talata sifat. Wal-insan indu talata sifat. Nagul sifat sifat. Al-sifat al-ula, al-insan, عندما هو عنده وظيفة الآن عنده وظيفة وعندما يذهب للوظيفة هذه والآن صاحب الشركة صاحب الشركة هو يقول نحن لا نريدك بعد بعد هذا اليوم لأنه خلاص اكتفينا بالموظفين فهو يعطي له ورقة إنهاء العمل ورقة الاستقالة هو يرجع هذا الإنسان من 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 الشركة وهو منتهي وهو عنده الاستقالة ما عنده وظيفة هو ما ينام 
ولا يعرف ينام ولا يعرف ياكل هو هو يعني مهموم ومغموم تقول الزوجه ليش انت مهموم ومغموم هو يقول انا انا فصلوني من من وظيفتي ما عندي وظيفه ولكن الطير ها يوميا هو ينام ها ويرتاح لانه ثاني يوم هو يعرف انه رزقه على الله الله سبحانه وتعالى عمره ما ايش ما ينقص من رزقه شيء الرجال في الحديث والنبي عليه الصلاة والسلام gives the example of a bird how Allah سبحانه وتعالى sustains and feeds a bird so علماء explain that there are three qualities attributes of a bird and three attributes of man in regards to his livelihood he is living in this world and they explain when he comes to man Allah سبحانه وتعالى gives him some occupation gives him a job he's working in a company and there's a manager, the CEO of the company, and one day they call him in and they tell him, that we have no need for you anymore. You are dismissed. They give him his paper, CVs, whatever he has submitted to them, they return it to him, and you are dismissed now. He leaves the company, he packs up all his belongings, he goes home. He's depressed, he cannot eat. He sleeps the night, he's restless. The wife asks him, what is the problem? He said, I've been dismissed today from my job. What will I eat tomorrow? What will happen to us tomorrow? He has a concern in his figure, he cannot sleep. This is the quality of man. But the quality of the bird, as Nabi Ali says, like how the bird trusts upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the bird has a peaceful sleep at night. Because the bird knows that tomorrow my Allah will sustain me. Whereas this person had his yaqeen, his conviction upon his job. Now he's lost it. And now he cannot sleep, he's depressed. But the bird has a sweet sleep at night, peacefully it sleeps, tomorrow it knows I'll go back out. My Allah is the one who is sustaining me, He will sustain me. يستيقظ الطائر ثم يذهب ثم يأخذ من رزق الله سبحانه وتعالى عندما يذهب في الشمال مثلا يروح الشمال ويأكل من رزق الله ثم يرجع وينام ثاني يوم يذهب ليس ما يذهب في نفس المكان يروح الجنوب لأنه عارف أنه الله رزقه في الشمال يرزقه في ناحية الجنوب ثم يرجع وينام ويرجع ثاني يوم يذهب في الغرب وفي الشرق وهكذا فأي مكان الطائر عندما يذهب هو عنده يقين أنه أي مكان يذهب إليه ها هو الله سبحانه وتعالى سوف يرزقه ولكن الإنسان مشكلة كل يوم هو يستيقظ يذهب من 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 بيته للدكان من الدكان للبيت هو يجي يقين على الدكان ال ال الإنسان الآخر هو يذهب من بيته لل للمتجر الآخر هو يقين عنده على المتجر أيضا طبيب هو يستيقظ يروح من بيته للعيادة لمكان لمكان شغله وهكذا المهندس هو يذهب فكل واحد يأتي يقين على على الشيء الذي يذهب إليه ولكن الطير عنده يقين إنه أي مكان يذهب إليه هو الله سبحانه يرزقه. The second attribute of a bird, Allah سبحانه وتعالى has given the bird that يقين and توكل trust upon Allah سبحانه وتعالى. We find the birds early part of the morning it awakens and today possibly. It will fly towards the north. And there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed its sustenance in the north. It comes back on a full belly. 
it feeds its little ones, sleeps the night, the next day it won't go back to the same place. It will fly south. The next day maybe west, then east. Any place the bird knows, any place I will go to, may Allah will sustain me. I will find something there that will fill my belly. So every day it goes out to any place that it feels now that Allah has kept something for me there and it finds it. Placing its trust upon Allah, Allah sustains it. Allah knows the bird comes out with this tawakkul and trust. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accordingly sustains the bird. But when it comes to man, his attribute, his quality is opposite to this. That bird has yaqeen tawakkul upon Allah when it leaves his nest in the morning. Man, he has a shop, he has a business. When he wakes up in the morning, he is driving to one place only. His yaqeen is stuck in his shop. His conviction, his trust is upon that shop. That shop will sustain me. Is that that Allah will sustain me? The shop is there, I have to go to that shop. The doctor has his surgery. Engineer has his office. Every morning is the same place he's going to. He won't go anywhere else. Because he has his trust, his tawakkul, his reliance, that my sustenance will only come from there. That place is sustaining me. Whereas the bird, it goes in any direction. And he has his trust upon, it's Allah. Wherever I go, my Allah will sustain me. Allah sustains the bird accordingly. That is the difference between insan and the bird. Insan, zahat, is yaqeen, is tawakkul, is stuck in one place and he feels that that place will sustain me. The bird has his trust, my Allah will sustain me. عندما يرجع هو ينظر تحته الأشجار والثمار هو لم يأخذ ما يأخذ معه يقول الطير أنا أريد أن 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 أجعل هذا لغدا أو الأسبوع الآخر أو الشهر الآخر يعني لا يجمع الأسباب الطير هو عارف هو يرجع وهكذا بطنه مليانة ويأتي تاني يوم ويذهب لأن عنده يقين إنه كل يوم الله سوف يرزقه ما يأتي به بالأشياء وبالضرورات وبأسباب الرزق معهم ولكن الإنسان سبحان الله يعني عنده أشياءه التي تكفيه أسبوع وشهر وسنة ويقين فاسد وهكذا قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كان ماشي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بحائط جم حائط من حوائط الأنصار ومعه ابن عمر رضي الله عنه فرسولنا صلى الله عليه وسلم وجد دقل من التمر رديء التمر فأخذ رديء التمر وقال لابن عمر تفضل فقال والله لا أشتهيه يا رسول الله فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم والله إني أشتهيه والله يا ابن عمر هذه رابعة صبح ما دخل في جوفي شيء ثم قال الشاهد من الحديث كيف بك؟ يا ابن عمر بأقوام يأتوا من بعدنا عندهم قوت سنم ويفسد يقينهم فالآن كل واحد الآن يراجع نفسه إخواني في الله كل واحد الآن القوت اللي عنده عنده قوت سنة ولا سنتين ولا ثلاث سنين ولا الأجيال اللي بعده والأجيال اللي بعده لذلك إخواني في الله ما حنخرج من هذه الحياة الدنيا بالأسباب وبالأشياء والله ما ننجح ولا نفلح بهذه الحد الدنيا إلا إذا خرجنا بالإيمان والعمل الصالح التي يثقل الميزان. The third attribute of birds is such that a bird when it goes out in the morning 
with tawakkul and trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is greater. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sustains the birth for that day. And with the full belly is returning in the evening to his nest. He flies over different orchards and gardens and bushes and jungles. And he sees the trees, the vegetation, the greenery, the fruits and everything else. But the bird just flies over it. That tomorrow inshallah, if Allah wills, I will come back possibly to this area. It doesn't go down and take more. It has enough, the belly is full. It flies on. And it will come the next day or the next week. The bird doesn't hoard anything. That's the quality of the bird. When he comes to man, man has sufficient sustenance for himself. Maybe for the week, for the month, for two months, for six months, for a year. But then he's looking at more. How can I hoard even more? He has a fear of poverty, of hunger. When the bird is trusting Allah, Allah has kept enough for dunya, I will go and take tomorrow. Trusting upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But insan has this, although I have so much, even for a year also. But then too, because his yaqeen, his iman, his trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is corrupted, is spoiled. So he doesn't have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the way he is working, as if he has nothing by him. Whereas he has enough for one year already. But he's working like he doesn't have sufficient by him. Nabi Ali salatu salam was once walking along a wall of an orchard. And with him was Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhumah. And there was some dates that were lying on the floor, very low grade dates. Not the high grade, the very low grade. Nabi Ali salatu salam picked up some of these dates. And he offered it to Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, will you have some? Abdullah bin Umar responded and said, radiallahu anhu, O Nabi of Allah, I have no desire for these dates. He saw the quality of it, it was all, it was spoiled, it, was spoiled. it wasn't of quality. He said, I don't, I don't have any desire to have these dates. Nabi alayhi salatu salam responded and said, O Abdullah, this is the fourth morning, the fourth morning that nothing has entered the belly of Nabi alayhi salatu salam. The fourth morning, no food whatsoever. That is why I desire these dates. Although they are so maybe rotten, or they are gone off, or they are low quality. But then to before, these haven't had any food, this is the fourth morning now. That is why I will pick up these dates and I will consume them. Consume them. And then he mentions to Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhumah, O Ibn Umar, what will happen to the people after me? That Allah will provide for them for an entire year. But the iman and the yaqeen and conviction will be spoiled in Allah. The conviction and the yaqeen, the trust in Allah will be spoiled and even the provision for one year will not be enough for them. They will work as if, in our words, they will work as if they have nothing by them. What will happen to those people, the iman and the amal and the yaqeen? That is why our honorable guest says that the reality is, my dear brothers, when we leave this world, we will take nothing of this world with us. Nothing will come, no matter how hard we will work for it, but nothing will accompany us in the qabr. The only thing we will take is this trust upon Allah, iman upon Allah, and good deeds. We should please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only these a'mal we will take into the qabr, and will awake, will be awakened on the day of qiyamah, and this iman upon Allah, these a'mal of good deeds that please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these a'mal iman will make our scales weighty on the day of qiyamah. After which Allah will decide for us a blissful life forever and forever. من أين تحصل هذا الإيمان؟ لأنه أساس 
الإيمان أساس كل شيء إذا يوجد الإيمان تصلح الحياة إذا الإيمان لا يوجد لا تصلح الحياة لذلك رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أول حاجة أتى بجهد الإيمان فإذا إذا اجتهدنا على الإيمان يقوى الإيمان الآن تصلح العبادات إذا اجتهدنا على الإيمان يقوى الإيمان تصلح المعاملات إذا اجتهدنا على الإيمان يقوى الإيمان تصلح المعاشرات إذا اجتهدنا على الإيمان يقوى الإيمان يصلح حسن الخلق الآن هذه الأربع الأشياء عبادات معاملات معاشرات حسن الخلق الآن تنزل النصرة والتأييد من الله سبحانه وتعالى بسبب الشهادة على الإيمان ويقوى الإيمان الآن تصلح هذه العبادات والمعاملات والمعاشرات والأخلاق This Imam we are speaking about, this quality of faith, belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to that level where we trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah will sustain us, Allah will provide for us. Where do I get this Iman? Iman is the foundation. Iman is the basis of all good amal. If the foundation is strong, Iman is strong, then our amal will be strong also. But the effort has to be done upon the foundation, the Iman. And the first thing, and the first effort Nabi alayhi salatu salam introduced to Sahaba radiallahu anhum was the effort of Iman. If effort is made upon Iman, then the automatic effect and the outcome will be that a person's social dealings will become correct. His social dealings with fellow human beings, that will be correct. Then his mu'amalat, his business dealings, that will become correct. Iman will be worked upon, Iman will become strong, social dealings will be strong also. Iman will be made effort upon, Iman will become strong, then his mu'amalat, his business dealings also will become strong. He'll continue making effort upon Iman, and his ibadat, worship of Allah ta'ala, that will increase, that will become strong. Effort of Iman will be done, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the effort of Iman, he will, he will adopt and he will gain good character from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When all these things are found in him, where his business dealings, his social interaction, his good character, his worshipping of Allah, his ibadat, all these things become strong, then Allah's help will be with him. Now he'll draw the help of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. نتحصل على الإيمان من مجالس الإيمان. هذا المجلس, هذا مجلس إيماني. هذه المجالس التي يتحصل على الإيمان ويزيد الإيمان ويقوى الإيمان. لذلك رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول ما جلس قوم يذكرون الله. إلا نزلت عليه مسكينة نزول السكينة هي زيادة الإيمان الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول هو الذي أنزل السكينة في قلوب المؤمنين ليزدادوا إيمانا مع إيمانهم وفي الآية الأخرى والذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم وإذا تليت عليهم آياته زادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون فبهذه المجالس هو نتحصل على الإيمان لذلك دائما المشايخ يرغبون في نكثر من هذه المجالس where to get this iman? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a system where we can improve our iman, we can grow our iman, when we increase our iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah has a system where we sit in the gatherings of iman. Where we go to the mashayikh, the ulama ikram, that are having the majalis of iman, we sit and we listen to the talks of deen, then iman will increase. <coughs> iman will increase, then amal will increase. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam mentioned more or less that when people get together, they gather for the sake of listening to iman, then automatically the iman increases and sakina descends upon them. Sakina is a quality or a, a feeling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts in the heart of a person. 
وَالَّذِي أَنزَلَ السَّكِينَةَ فِي قُلُوبِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that causes sakina, this tranquility to descend in the hearts of the believers. لِيَزَادُ إِمَانًا So that the imam may increase with their iman. The imam may, may double, may multiply. Allah gives sakina into their heart. But the ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the believers are those when the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taken. إِذَا ذُكِّرَ اللَّهُ وَجِلَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ that their hearts begin to tremble in the fear of Allah. And when the ayat and the verses of the Qur'an are recited to them, زَادَتْهُمْ imana. The iman increases. When they hear the ayat of the Qur'an, then the iman increases. وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ Iman increases, then tawakkul. Then the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also increases. That is why mashayikh say we have to free our time. Ulama say free our time and attend the majalis and programs and the halqas of mashayikh and ulama where we listen to the talks of deen until this iman gets into the deep crevices of our hearts. يوجد نوعين من الإيمان إيمان البيئات وإيمان المجاهدات إيمان البيئات يزيد ونقص يزيد بالطاعة ونقص المعصية ولكن إيمان المجاهدات الإيمان يقوى ويضعف الإيمان قوي هذه هي المجاهدات الإيمان الذي الذي الله يريدها مننا لماذا؟ لأنه إذا بذكر الله يزيد الإيمان ولكن بالدعوة إلى الله بالدعوة إلى الله يخرج الباطل من القلب ويقوى الإيمان لذلك الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول المؤمن القوي خير وحب إلى الله من المؤمن الضعيف وفي كل خير في هذا الزمن نحتاج الإيمان القوي ما الإيمان الذي إيمان البيئات هذا الإيمان إذا خرجنا برا البيئة الآن حتصير تبدأ المشاكل ولكن إذا كان عندنا الإيمان القوي حتى لو خرجنا برا البيئة من الإيمان القوي نحن نؤثر ما نتأثر بهذا بالإيمان الضعيف والإيمان البيئات. We have two types of iman. One is the iman of majalis. Biat. Iman of the environment. Iman of the environment. To the environment, if it's conducive, iman will increase. Iman will increase. Iman will get strong. But what is the iman of mujahada? Where a person leaves the environment and he, go out, he goes out in the path of Allah leaving everything behind. He makes mujahada, qurbani, sacrifice. Iman doesn't increase only but he becomes strong and solid. Not only strong and solid because he's left the environment of all those things that are enticing him. He's cut it off. He's left in the path of Allah. He went out. Now the iman doesn't only increase and become solid and strong but all... Those things are batil and false in his heart, the falsehood in the heart, which is darkness, that now is dispelled. That is removed. This is why our mashayikh say we have to leave our environments and go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only within our environments we can sit in the gatherings of the ulama ikram. But the mashayikh, iman will increase. But to get a solid iman and to remove all the falsehoods from our hearts, for that iman to get that level, we have to leave our environment and step out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لماذا نركز في الإيمان؟ لأن إذا صلح الإيمان يصلح كل شيء. لا إله إلا الله إيمان في القلب. محمد رسول الله أعمال في الجوارح. الله يريد مننا الله سبحانه وتعالى خلق لنا عينين، إيدين، رجلين. ولكن خلق لنا قلب واحد حتى يكون في الو... للواحد سبحانه وتعالى ذلك الله يريد مننا 
قلوب احاديه جوارح محمديه why should we make effort for this iman iman is so important that if my iman is corrected in my heart then all my entire life will become correct if i become righteous my iman is correct then i will also become righteous la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah la ilaha illallah is iman upon allah that is in the heart muhammadur rasulullah is a'mal on our limbs allah desires that we have this la ilaha illallah in the heart and our limbs become like that of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. Those a'mal and actions of iman that were displayed by Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, that those a'mal come upon our limbs. Iza saluh al-iman, al-iman tasluh al-ibadat. Fa'awwal al-ibadat hiya al-salat. Lidhalik al-an kulli insan yusalli. Walakin al-an ish ma نتيجة الصلاة الذي الله يريدها مننا إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر ولكن كل واحد يصلي فينا عندما نصلي الآن ونخرج من المسجد العين تفلت الآن ما ما تستطيع تقوم على أوامر الله بالشيء الذي يريد الله وهكذا الإذن ما تقوم على أوامر الله بالترتيب الذي يريد الله وأيضا اللسان وأيضا رجل الإيد لماذا؟ لأنه ما بنصلي الصلاة التي على مراد الله سبحانه وتعالى طب إيش الصلاة التي على مراد الله لازم بالصفة التي يريدها الله سبحانه وتعالى طب ماذا الصفة التي يريدها الله سبحانه وتعالى الله ذكر في القرآن الكريم الله قال قد أفلح المؤمنون لم يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى قد أفلح المصلون المسلمون الناس قال قد أفلح المؤمنون الذين هم في صلاتهم خاشعون فالذي يقوم بالصلاة بصفة الإيمان الآن يتحصل على الخشوع وعلى وعلى الفلاح وأيضا الله يقول سبحانه وتعالى إن الصلاة كانت على المؤمنين ما قالت على المؤدين أو المصلين على المؤمنين كتابا موقوتا فإذا قمنا بصفة بعمل الصلاة بالصفة التي يريدها الله بصفة الإيمان نتحصل على النتيجة والثمرة اللي هي تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر. إيمان is such an important integral part of our life. If iman is correct, then our ibadat also will become correct. All our worship types of ibadat will become correct. All this is based upon iman. If iman is corrected, then all our amal also will be corrected. And the most important amal indeed is salah. Many people are performing salah, but is it a salah of quality, a correct salah, that the outcome of salah I am attaining, what is the natija, the outcome, what is the demand of the salah, that after I perform my salah, what should I get from this entire exercise of salah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَانِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ That by performing salah as you ought to perform it, then salah will stop you, salah will stop you, from fahsha, from lewd acts, and from evil actions, from immodest actions, salah will do it for you. But is my salah doing it for me? That such a salah I perform now that automatically to give up immoral actions, shameful actions, evil deeds becomes easy because my salah is pulling me away. Salah has that power. My iman is corrected, then salah will do this for me. But our respected guest says that I read, perform my salah and I just exit the masjid 
And then my eyes begin to slip. Then I look at something which salah prevents me from, but I'm still looking at it, which is, which is haram. The ears also. Allah has a command that is directed and focused to every limb and faculty of our body. Whether it be my ears, it be my eyes, it be my tongue, my thoughts, my heart. There are commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that attach to it. But because my salah is of that grade, based upon my iman, so my tongue is slipping, my ears are slipping, I'm listening to haram, I'm looking at haram. So how to get my iman correct, my salah also become correct. Such is salah I perform, that the intention of my salah is Allah. That I want salah, the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That in our salah we intend, I'm doing this for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with complete iman. But iman is the prerequisite. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran Sharif, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِ مُخَاشِعُونَ Allah says indeed the believers have gained success already. They have gained success who? Al-mu'minun, those that have iman. That is a prerequisite. الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِ مُخَاشِعُونَ They are those people who have concentration, devotion in their salah. Allah did not use the word قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُسَلُّونَ That the musallis, those that perform salah, they are successful. Allah said no. The believers. They are those that are musalli, but the iman is not of that level. So you want those that have real iman in Allah, that the intention of salah, the murad, the goal in salah, is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have iman upon Allah. And now they are performing salah with concentration and devotion. For that Allah says they are already successful. إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah Ta'ala says that salah has been ordained upon the believers, those that have iman. That when they perform the salah, that they are standing before Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with pure iman, complete iman, and now that salah will prevent them from evil actions. We will take them away from, 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 from uh, evil avenues. And you remain in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the salah is correct, salah will be correct because iman is correct. Wassalah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ja'alaha fi haddin al-kamil. Fi haddin al-kamil. Haddin al-kamil, ish huwa islam, iman, ihsan. Kama ja'a al-rajul wa sal wa qala wa qala sallam hadha jibreel ata kum yallimkum amra deenukum. Fagalu islam خضوع الجوارح خضوع الجوارح إسلام وإيمان خشوع القلب وإحسان دموع العين فبقدر ما نحن نأتي بالقلب والجوارح والآن العين تدمع الآن بقدر ما نحن نأتي بالدين الكامل في هذه الصلاة In salah we will find complete deen Salah a person has in his life Salah he has complete deen in his life What is complete deen? We find in the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, when he came to the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, is a lengthy hadith. The incident took place in Masjid al Nabawi. And Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam came in the form of one of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum to teach Sahaba al-Gharam the deen of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And he posed questions to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam in regards to what is Islam, what is Iman, what is Ihsan. And Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam replied accordingly. That what is Islam? What is Iman? What is Ihsan? So Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam came to educate the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. That when Islam will come into your life, that is now khudu'ul qalb. Khudu'ul 
جوارح جوارح خشوع القلب خضوع الجوارح نعم so a person now is sitting in salah with his heart concentration concentration of his heart and his limbs also are motionless he's standing before the creator of the world his heart is attentive and his limbs are motionless he's standing still before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and dumu'ul ayn ihsan and now the tears are falling down his cheeks in the love of Allah in the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when the salah is like this then he has complete deen in his life to through salah a person will get complete deen if his salah is like this where he has the concentration of Allah in his heart and his limbs are motionless, and his heart is stopped, the tears are flowing down his cheeks, now he has complete salah, now he has complete iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a'tana a'zam hadiyya, hiya salah. Jami' al-awamir, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a'tana hadiyya rasulu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa huwa fil ard. Anzal alayhi al-awamir, wa huwa rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bin al-sahaba. Walakin al-salah, alashan Allah bayin lana, عظمة الصلاة هذه أسري به عليه عبد الصلاة والسلام إلى بيت المقدس وكان هو إمام المرسلين وإمام الأنبياء وصلوا خلفه 124 ألف نبي ورسول وهو كان إمامهم ثم عرج به عليه عبد الصلاة والسلام إلى سدرة المنتهى ومعه جبريل وكان جبريل عليه السلام هو هو يعني دليل له ها يشرح له في كل سماء ها ماذا ماذا يوجد في كل سماء وكمان كان يمر على الأنبياء ويسلم عليهم واحد واحد حتى وصل عند سدرة المنتهى هناك الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم قال له تقدم يا جبريل فقال له جبريل عليه السلام إن إن تقدمت إذا تقدمت احترفت ولكن أنت إذا تقدمت اخترقت فهناك في هناك عن سدة المنتهم وحد الله سبحانه وتعالى فرض هذه الصلاة وكانت خمسين صلاة ولكن كانت كانت المشورة مع واحد قديم من القدماء اللي هو موسى عليه السلام عندما نزل سيدنا محمد وكان يتشاور مع موسى وموسى عليه السلام يقول يقول يعني ما تستطيع أمتك فأطلع أطلب من الله سبحانه وتعالى التخفيف فبدأ يطلع ها ويطلب من الله التخفيف ثم ينزل ثم يطلع ثم ينزل هكذا حتى أصبحت خمس صلوات في العمل ولكن خمسين صلاة في الميزان خمسين صلاة في الميزان بذلك بقدر ما تصلح صلاتنا تصلح حياتنا أول عمل يحاسب فيه الإنسان الصلاة إذا صلحت صلح سائر العمل وإذا فسدت فسد سائر العمل لذلك عندما نخرج في سبيل الله نحن كيف الآن نبدأ أول حاجة نصلح في الصلاة نصلح في الصلوات في الخروج في سبيل الله صلاة is a gift from Allah سبحانه وتعالى هي هدية Allah سبحانه وتعالى سن صلاة Raya Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam not when he was upon the ard, upon the earth. And between sahaba radiallahu anhum, Allah took him to the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If all the ahkam and the commands of Allah came via Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam whilst he was on the earth among sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. There's only salah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam from Makkah al-Mukarramah to Baytul Maqdis. To Philistine. 
And there Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam made imamat of all Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam approximately 124,000 of them. He made the imamat. And from there Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was taken to the skies. And his guide Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam went to every heaven met the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam that was stationed there. Made salam to them, spoke to them. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam introduced Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam to them. And finally they reached the uppermost part of all the heavens, Sidratul Muntaha. Allah. And there, Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam said to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, no, you go ahead. He says, you come with me. He says, impossible. Beyond this, no one else can go besides you. Allah. The most beloved of Allah, Jalla Jalla. If I go a little further, I will burn up. Allah. If you go a little further, you will get closer to Allah. I cannot go one step further, you go on. And Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam came in close proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one ever before came so close, no one ever after will be ever so close to the creator of the universe. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is so close. And what was the meeting about? O Nabi of Allah, I am giving you the gift of salah. At that occasion, how many salah? 50 salah for the day. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam accepted this gift. And on his return, then he meets one of the very old Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, and he asks him, what have you received? Oh, the beloved of Allah, Allah has given me the gift of salah for myself and my ummat. How many fifty is too many for your ummat? They are too weak. Go back to Allah, get a reduction, get a discount from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam goes, goes up and down, to and fro, until from 50 he comes to 5. And then to the mercy of Allah for this ummah specifically, that when he comes to the command of Allah, there's 5. But for that amal, and for performing the salah of 5 salah a day, I will give you the reward of 50. You will get the reward of 50 for this ummah. So the reduction in the, in the hadiyah, in the quantity, was 5. But the reward is still equal to 50. Allah will give the ummah. So this my dear brothers our guest says, to work upon this gift of Allah, to accept it, now to make the effort upon it. If my salah becomes of quality, my life will become a life of quality. If my salah is spoiled, is incorrect, then my, my entire life will become like that. How for me now to make an effort upon this salah, my whole life to become correct? The only way possible ulama explains for us to leave our environments, where we are free, our hearts are free, the mind is free. Now I go out and step in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there I will have time to make the effort upon my salah. Salah is something to make an effort upon. Till now I haven't started the effort of, of correcting my salah. When I will detach myself, now I can make an effort upon my salah. My salah will become of quality. My life will change because salah will affect my life. My life will be corrected. My salah will be corrected. Then my entire existence in this world will become a life of bliss and enjoyment in the, in the muhabbat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. والصلاه الصحيحه تكون بالعلم بالعلم الصحيح بالعلم الصحيح فنتعلم مسائل الصلاه حتى نقوم بالصلاه الصحيحه التي يريد الله سبحانه وتعالى فعلم المسائل لتصحيح الصلاه وتصحيح الاعمال وعلم الفضائل للاستقامه على الاعمال وايضا استشعار استشعار الاعمال من القلب 
ونذوق طعم الاعمال لذه الاعمال لذلك حديث الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم جاء قال ذاق طعم الايمان والحديث الاخر ثلاثه من كنا به وجد بهن حلاوه الايمان فللايمان حلاوه حلاوه كما الانسان ياخذ ذوق التمر له حلاوه ولكن اذا كان بالترتيب الصحيح واذا كان بذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى so very important we understand that I have to correct my salah. I have to make the effort of all my salah to correct my salah. So when I perform my salah, I'm reading it correctly. To get my salah correct, I have to have the correct knowledge. How to perform a correct salah? That is knowledge. I have to know the masail for all the arkan of salah. If that is corrected, then my salah is correct. Then that will affect the remaining branches of my, of my life. But that is the masail and the ilm. Then we get the fadail, the virtues of salah. والمسائل نذهب للعلماء حتى نأخذ المسائل منهم بالترتيب الصحيح. For the masail of salah, we have to go to the to the ulama ikram, so we learn salah correctly. Just picking up the kitab will not be sufficient. We have to go to them and ask them practically, how do I do this? Mm. Then we learn the salah correctly, and the effect will come out correct also. Then we have the fadail of salah, the virtues of salah. For us to to learn the fadail of salah. So then, this feeling comes in my heart, rather this istishar, that I become aware and conscious of the rewards of what I am doing right now. When I know the rewards of the amal, when I know the rewards, what the benefits are, the cash benefits, or the credit benefits, Allah has given both in salah. Once I know what I'm going to get from salah, then automatically I will get istiqamats. Then I will become steadfast. Now I won't leave this out. I know the value of this. Salah has great value. Therefore I can't leave it out. This will come by sitting in the halqas of the alim, listening to the fadail. Then this yaqeen, the conviction will come, the istiqamat will come. And then when istiqamat is there, steadfastness, continuity, a person is constant with salah, then Allah will grant him the sweetness of iman. What do you call the halawa? The sweetness of iman of salah, Allah will grant him. Nabi Ali salatu wa salam mentioned regards to salah and to amal, ta'amul iman, that is the taste and sweetness of iman. From here we understand that iman has a sweetness to it that you can taste it, that you can feel it. We can feel the sweetness of iman going through your heart. So iman has this. Another hadith Nabi Ali salatu wa salam mentioned that person who has three qualities within him, Allah will give him a halawat al-iman. So from here, these ahadiths, we understand that iman has a sweetness to it. That we have to now strive to get the sweetness of iman in this worldly life. Allah has kept us in salah. If our salah is corrected, our life is corrected, istiqamat, steadfastness will come, Allah will grant us the sweetness of iman in this worldly life. Shayan itnayn naqulu ninhi inshallah al-mawdu' wasiyyat وصية مولانا محمد يوسف سمعناها من المشايخ ووصية مولانا محمد الياس سمعناها من المشايخ يعني الوصية الأولى ذكر الله كيف نقوم بذكر الله من مولانا محمد يوسف قال الذكر أنواع ومن أهمها ذكر الله القرآن الكريم القرآن الكريم والذكر العام والذكر المسنون قراءة القرآن هذا قراءة القرآن الكريم هذا عندما نقرأ القرآن الكريم نعرف مراد الله مننا ماذا يريد الله مننا سبحانه وتعالى لذلك ابن عباس رضي الله عنه رحمه الله يقول إذا سمعتم 
يا ايها الذين امنوا فرعوها سمعكم اما امر تاتمرون به او نهي تنتهون عنه ها فعندما نقرا القران الكريم ها الان ماذا يريد الله مننا سبحانه وتعالى نحن نقوم بمراد الله سبحانه وتعالى فيرضى الله عننا سبحانه وتعالى في الدنيا فيملانا جنه مليانه رضا مليانه سعاده مليانه هنا Well, Muhammad Yusuf has mentioned two things. One is the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The crux of everything is the remembrance of Allah. To become conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dhikr, one form of dhikr, remembrance of Allah is Quran Sharif Tilawat. They will recite the Quran Sharif. And then we have the second type, the dhikr masnoon. Whether it be du'as, at different intervals of our life, what du'a to read at that time, etc., but to come back to the Qur'an Sharif, to recite Qur'an. When a person recites the Qur'an Sharif, he begins to understand what is the murad of Allah. What does my Allah want from me? By reading Qur'an, understanding Qur'an, going to ulama karam we hearing the tafsir of Qur'an, we understand that what my Allah wants from me, then I can put it into action. Abdullah bin Abbas said, when you hear someone reciting, or you recite, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O people of Iman, they understand Allah is telling you something to do, or Allah is preventing you from something. You are being addressed right now. So you understand from Quran Sharif what I must do, and what I should not do. Like this, a person will understand what he has to do, the dhikr of Allah, he increases the Quran tilawat, he'll understand what Allah wants from me, he will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will become pleased with him, Allah will give him a life of bliss in this world, Allah will give him everlasting jannat in the hereafter. الذكر المسنون هي أذكار الحفاظة الله يحفظنا بهذا الذكر المسنون من من الشياطين ومن الجن ومن الحسد ومن أعين الناس اللي هي أذكار الصباح وأذكار المساء هذه أذكار الحفاظة أيضا أذكار الأذكار المحدودة الأذكار اللي هي دخول المنزل نحفظ عندما ندخل المنزل نقول أذكار دخول المنزل هذا تحفظنا من الشيطان وعندما نأكل هذا إن شاء الله بإذن الله تحفظنا من الشيطان فهذا الذكر المسنون هي أذكار الحفاظة التي تحفظنا من الشروف The second time of dhikr is dhikr masnoon Dhikr masnoon we learn the du'as also the adhkar of hifazat of protection what we call wazaif we read a wazaif of protection by reading these wazaif these adhkar and du'as in the morning after fajr and after maghrib we read them then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep us protected. Allah will protect us from the jealous ones, from the nazar and the evil eyes of others. Allah will protect us from shayateen and their effects also. So to, re- to learn these adhkar also, to recite them every day after fajr, after maghrib. Then we have the adhkar that pertain to our daily chores and our daily life. Entering the home, leaving the home, the masjid, eating. That we read these du'as, at these intervals, Allah will save us in our homes. Allah will save us at the time of eating from the evil effects of shaitan. We don't read these du'as, shaitan enters the home, he finds accommodation. We don't read du'as at eating time, shaitan eats with us also. So these du'as, this dhikr is to save us from the evils of shaitan and from the evils of the things around us. That is why it is incumbent upon us to learn these du'as, these adhkar, these wazaif, and to read them. والذكر العام هو الذكر الذي الله سبحانه وتعالى خلقنا حتى نربح عليه ليس حتى يربح علينا الله يقول سبحانه وتعالى يا الذين آمنوا 
هل أدلكم على تجارة تنجيكم من عذاب أليم فالله خلقنا هذه الدنيا حتى الآن نقوم بالتجارة معه فسبحان الله شجرة في الجنة الحمد لله شجرة في الجنة لا إله إلا الله شجرة في الجنة لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله كنز من كنز الجنة بقدر ما نحن نكثر من هذا الذكر بقدر ما نحن نبني قصورنا ونبني بيوتنا في الجنة قل هو الله واحد عشر مرات قصر ابن في الجنة وبقدر ما نحن نكثر من ذكر الله بقدر ما نحن الآن نرتقي ونبني ونبني جنان في الآخرة Then we have the general dhikr, the general dhikr which we read about our tasbihat. That also very very important. That dhikr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us for our own benefit. That we now make a profit as much as we can. And there's no end to it. It's limitless how much dhikr we can make and the benefits also are limitless. That we hear Allah dhullukum ala tijaratin tunjikum min alabin alim. Allah has given us, shall I show you a business which will save you from a painful punishment. Believe in Allah, in Nabi Ali Salatu Salam, and strive in the path of Allah. You can profit how much you want. Make how much you want. Tasbihat subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. Every tasbih, Allah is giving us one tree in Jannah. Jannah the tree we are getting. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is among the treasures, some below the treasures under the arch of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Under His throne, Allah has given this ummah. They read this la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us all these, all these types of dhikr. As much as we want to profit, we will read them. Surah Al-Ikhlas, ten times a person reads, he's got his palace in Jannah. You got your palace, now adorn it, decorate it. You the one that will do the decor, the designing. You are the one with your tasbihat. So how much you want to do, you can do it. Allah has given you dhikr aam, a general type of dhikr. And the more you will recite the dhikr of Allah, spend our time in a fruitful manner, in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, automatically we are climbing the stages of Jannah. And we are getting the higher palaces of Jannah. Just for making the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyid Mawlana Muhammad Ilyas, ماذا تريد من هذا العمل? فقالوا نريد ثلاثة أشياء. كل واحد من أمة الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يكون عالم بدينه عامل به داعي إليه. وهذا ذكر في القرآن الكريم في سورة العصر الله يقول سبحانه وتعالى والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر فآمنوا هذا الصحابة قالوا تعلمنا الإيمان ثم تعلمنا القرآن فزلنا به إيمانا عامل به وعملوا الصالحات داعي إليه وتواصوا بالصبر وتواصوا بالحق داعي إليه وتواصل بالصبر نصبر على الإيمان ونصبر على على الأعمال ونصبر على الدعوة لذلك كل واحد من أمة الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم حتى الآن نتحصل على الإيمان ونتحصل على 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 الأعمال ندعو إلى هذه الإيمان والأعمال لذلك نخرج في سبيل الله المشايخ دائما يحرضون للخروج في سبيل الله حتى أن نتعلم الإيمان ونتعلم الأعمال وندعو إلى الله سبحانه وتعالى ففي هذا بهذا الشيء نخرج من من الخسارة ونكون في الفلاح إن شاء الله بإذن الله فإن شاء الله نكون مستعدين إن شاء الله بإذن الله نكون كلنا كلنا نقوم بهذا العمل. والله محمد إلياس رحمة الله عليه said from these أعمال you want three things from these أعمال that we mentioned now the ذكر of الله سبحانه وتعالى what do you want from this 
that a person becomes alim bidinihi. That a person learns his deen, he knows about his deen. Not that he's in the dark or in the grey, but he knows about his deen to the dhikr of Allah. He went out in the path of Allah, he learned iman, he becomes an alim of his deen, he knows his deen. Then amil, now he practices upon his deen, he knows his deen, now he makes amal, he practices upon his deen. Doesn't stop there, now he is a da'i ila deenihi. Now he invites towards the deen of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. This is what Allah Ta'ala says in Quran Sharif. When it comes to knowing our deen, making amal upon deen, that is a person practices and then he gives da'wat. He calls others towards deen, Allah says, The entire humanity is at a loss in regards to time. Except those that will have iman. They will do the effort of iman and they will believe in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. They will know what is iman. They will make amal wa amilu salihat. They will do good deeds also. So they will have iman, they know the deen, a'amilu salihat, a'amil bidinihi, making amal, al-haq, is giving da'wat, calling towards the haq and the truth. And then sabr, then he gives da'wat towards making sabr. Now he's patient upon iman, he's patient upon da'wat, he's patient now, he's, he's, he's steadfast upon iman, a'mal, da'wat. For those people now, they will have this in them, that they know their deen, and they're making a'mal saliha, they're doing good deeds, and they're giving the da'wah towards this iman a'mal saliha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove them from loss in this world, and Allah will grant them profits. Allah will grant them success, falah. In this world also, in akhirat also. Otherwise, those that will not engage in this, they will not learn what is iman, what is a'mal, how to give da'wah, how to call towards it, then the life will be in khasara and a loss. Before he knows it, he's left this world and he lost everything. There's nothing invested in the akhirat. For, for us to learn this, how do I do this? It's a syllabus, how do I do it? For this our guest says, right now, left his country or where every person's heart is, Makkatul Mukarramah, Madinatul Munawwara, they've left these Mubarak places to come to us, to teach us our lesson of Iman. That we learnt it from our forefathers, Sahaba Ikram, we have come to now encourage you also. Umar Shaykh say we have to encourage one another to go out in the path of Allah to learn Iman. We have to go out to learn, to come back to practice and to give others da'wah also. For this who is ready, inshallah. Just like all this jamaat is out in the path of Allah for 40 days. You give our names, inshallah. The same tashkil, the same encouragement should be given in them. Yes. In the Nabi, the time of Nabi alayhi salatu yes. salam, the Sahaba Ikram would stand up Salam and they would give their names that we are ready to join the jama'at yes. to move in the path of Allah. Suhail. Umar what? How many days? Four months, inshallah. Four months. Ashur, inshallah. Suhail, what? What Suhail? Name. Second name. Suhail al-Haq. Suhail al-Haq. What about Suhail al-Haq? Suhail al-Haq. Name. Ismail. Ismail. Umar, Ismail. Ismail. Mahmoud, what? Four months. Four months, four months. Bismillah. Bismillah. Bismillah.
These guests have come from Mubarak lands. You should honor the guests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Give up names, four months, forty days, three days. Abdullah. Abdullah what? What's your intention? Forty days. Abdullah. Forty days. Jee. Inshallah, musta'id, inshallah. Masallah. Ibrahim. Masallah. Tahir. Tahir. Tahir.
اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك وصلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين. يا ذا الجلال والاكرام، يا ذا الجلال والاكرام، يا ذا الجلال والاكرام. ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين. اللهم اجعل جمعنا هذا جمعا مرحوما وتفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما ولا تجعل فينا ولا منا شقيا ولا محروما. اللهم انا اسالك الهدى. والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم اهدنا واهد بنا ويسر الهدى لنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم بارك في هذا المجمع اللهم جميع من سجل وجميع من نوى يا رب العالمين اعطيه يا رب العالمين فوق ما نوى اللهم وبارك لهم في ارزاقهم واولادهم ونسائهم اللهم اخرج هذا المجمع في سبيلك هادين مهديين غير ضالين ولا مضلين وبارك في المناصرين وبارك في العلماء وبارك في اساتذتنا يا رب العالمين ومشايخنا اللهم احدينا كلي في العالم كلي الى قيام الساعه واجعلنا سببا في ذلك يا رب العالمين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه عبدك نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وبارك الصالحين ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه عبدك نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وبارك الصالحين وانت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بك سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين